Good evening, good evening, good evening. Good evening, my brothers. Good evening, my kings. Good evening, my men of standard. Good evening, my entrepreneurs. Good evening, husbands, fathers, nephews, uncles, cousins, all you good men. It's a great day to be alive today. Listen, we are here today, Men Conquering Depression, and we are back at it once again. And today we have a special topic we're going to be talking about, and it's called hurt. What happens when a man is hurt? What happens when a brother is hurt, a king is hurt? And we're going to talk about the depth of being hurt. We're going to talk about not only the depth of being hurt, but we're going to talk about also what hurt and pain does to you. So we're going to dive right in. I welcome you. I thank you for joining this podcast. Remember, this is Men Conquering Depression. It's all about us. You can find us on menconqueringdepression.com. You can also find us on the Visionary Concept Corporation, which is our overall corporation that houses all our other DBAs and LLCs. But you can, like I said, you can find menconqueringdepression.com on the website. And also, of course, this podcast, Men Conquering Depression. Also, there's an app coming for Men Conquering Depression. And, of course, the phenomenal book, of men conquering depression is coming out slash spring toward the summer. Um, um, just haven't got a date yet for my editor, but we definitely going to be moving in that, uh, in that genre. Also with the book is going to be a workbook and that workbook is going to have illustrations on how we deal with worry and death and guilt and health issues and insecurities and divorce and brokenness and abuse and all those areas of our lives. Um, I'm just so excited for you today on this great topic called Hurt. Uh, once again, this podcast is sponsored by Beards, Balm and Braun, a phenomenal skincare company. You can check it out on beardsbalmandbraun.com. You also could check it out on IG as well. Um, it's a phenomenal skincare company for men. Look at it. We've got some great products for you guys. So, and I appreciate that and I appreciate the support. Let's get into it. Let's talk about hurt. Let's talk about what a man goes through when he is hurt. Now, there's all so many different types of hurt that we go through as men. And um, some of the most common hurts are the self-inflicted wounds, the self-inflicted hurt that we do to ourselves according to what our decisions, our bad decisions, our decisions of people that we connect to, our decisions of making bad decisions with other people from a group standpoint as well as from an individual standpoint. Hurt can also come from relationships and what we do in relationships and how we, we garner ourselves in those relationships. So oftentimes men, it takes us a while to give a woman our heart. You know, um, men, we're visual. So we look at everything out on the surface when it comes to women or it comes to mates or our significant others. Um, but we are, we need to understand we have a heart too, you know, amidst all of our bravado-ness, amidst all of our our manliness amidst all the things that about us, we, we, we cover our heart. We cover that. And with men, it's hard to get to our heart. It's hard for us to really give up our heart to someone that we can fully trust because, you know, we just built that way. We just built that way. But I want you to understand and know that the hurt that you're going through, you don't have to suffer any longer. You don't have to stay in that hurt place of that bad decision. You don't have to stay in that place of something that traumatized you from a child until now. Um, so oftentimes, you know, my book, Men Conquer Depression, I talk about how we carry things with us throughout life. And the same thing goes for hurt. How we carry those very things with us 
to work and carry her to the gym and carry her to other relationships and carry her on the plane and carry her, you know, with us when we go to work and when we drive in and, and all those things and all the activities of our, of our lives that we do, we, we carry those things. We carry her. So, but I want you to know and understand there's good news. You don't have to take that hurt with you. You don't have to take those, those things with you that traumatized you some years ago. You know, hurt comes from divorce and hurt comes from losing a job or hurt comes from making a bad decision. Hurt, uh, being hurt comes from losing a, losing someone that, uh, um, that, um, in our lives, losing someone close to our lives. We get hurt by that as well. You know, s someone close to us and someone dear to our heart, you know, um, we lose that person or persons and there's hurt. Hurt also comes from divorce. You know, um, divorce, it impacts men just as, just as well as impacts women. And with men, we just kind of hide it because we try to, pivot onto the next relationship, knowing that we've been hurt, knowing that the time we, we, we spent with this person and given this person and it didn't work out for whatever reason, we get hurt by that, you know? And so how do we pick up the, uh, how do we pick up from hurt? How to, how do we not only alleviate it from our mindset and emotionally and mentally and physically, but how do we walk away from hurt? How do we allow ourselves to get to a place where we said, I'm not going to be hurt no more. And it's a segment I talk about on how to guard your heart. Hurt always impacts the heart. I don't care if you're a male or female, but of course this is a men's podcast. So we're talking about us brothers, but hurt impacts the heart. It impacts the heart. So in such a way that you will, you will put up walls around your heart to guard it. So you won't get hurt again. So you won't get tricked again, so to speak, or you won't be in that place again. Because with men, you know, one of the things we say when someone hurts us or we go through a hurtful relationship, that's never going to happen to me again. I'm not letting that happen again. And we get so authoritative about it that we kind of shun others that <clears throat> might want to come into our lives later that can actually be an asset to our life or be a blessing to our life. So, you know, we have to learn how to get healed from the hurt and that's that healing comes with forgiveness <clears throat> so forgiveness starts with ourselves <clears throat> excuse me forgiveness starts with ourselves we have to forgive ourselves from allowing ourselves to be hurt allowing someone to hurt us and allowing allowing hurt to continue to what be a part of our life so there's three phases i just mentioned of what hurt does and how it's connected to forgiveness so if we haven't forgiven the person that hurt us or forgiven, forgiven ourselves for allowing the hurt to happen, that hurt just latches on to us and it continues to linger with us and it continues to travel with us throughout the portions of life, throughout the, the daily, our daily life activities. So we have to get to a place of saying, listen, I want to be healed from this. And how do I get healed from this? Number one is forgiveness. Forgiveness is like a straitjacket. You have to forget when you, when you unforgive, when you, when you walk in, in unforgiveness, you actually have a straitjacket on yourself and you, and you, you can't move, even though you don't see it, even though it's not physical, but that hurt will resonate. That hurt will still be there. And all it takes is something to trigger that hurt to say, Hey, I'm still here. 
I'm still here. You can't hide hurt with alcohol. You can't hide hurt with drugs. You can't hide hurt by moving to the next relationship. You can't hide hurt by suppressing it. You can't hide hurt by putting the deep down inside and saying, well, I'm not going to let this resurface anymore. Because believe me, my brothers, my kings, it's going to resurface. It's just a matter of time. And it's not only a matter of time, it's a matter of the right moment. It might be the right person. It might not be the right person, so to speak, but it might be a person to trigger that hurt. It might be a trauma situation moment. It might be uh, PTSD. It might be something that brings you back to that place where you thought you were relieved from, which you thought you were removed from because of you have it hasn't resurfaced in so long. So when we forgive ourselves, of allowing it to happen, that's enough. That's a step of moving toward being healed through our hurt. Then also we have to forgive the one that is, that assaulted us, so to speak, in that hurt. When someone has hurt us, when someone has uh, given, when someone has hurt us, we have to be able to forgive them, forgive him, forgive her, forgive them, whoever they are, and really truly mean it from our heart. See. That's what I love about the heart. The heart is so interchangeable. I look at the heart as like a like a up an escalator going up and an escalator coming down. Right? So if there's issues that you're dealing with that are going down that you're suppressing, they're going down the escalator. But there's issues that you're trying to get out of your system and out of your heart, they're going up the escalator. So if you're able to be at a place as a man and say, you know what? I forgive her. I forgive them. I forgive him. I forgive my dad, my my son, whoever the, whoever the, whoever the issue is, and um, then that's when that escalator starts to move, and it starts to you know you can walk in your your wholeness, you can walk in being healed, you can walk in being better. Because remember, if that person is still living, nine times out of ten, you might wind up seeing that person again. So you don't want that hurt that's resonating on the inside of you to resurface because you haven't forgave this person. You haven't forgave this person in a way where you know you truly forgiven this person. And forgiveness, when you forgive a person, you have to be a place where you might have wind up having a conversation with this person again. You might wind up having uh, a conversation about what transpired, you know, and that's how you know you're truly fully healed. And that's how you know you're truly fully um, walking in your healing I mean, you can have a conversation with the person that hurt you and there's no incantation at all. There's no issues with it at all because you're like, wow, I just had a person with, I just had a conversation with a person that hurt me. And I'm like, I'm good. Like, I'm really good. You know, um, not in a good sense, like saying that you're better than this person, but I'm really good from within. I'm really good from within. And that's when you have to forgive yourself, you know, and also forgive the other person. So it's, it's really a, 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 a scope of things that you really have to dig into, you know, um, one thing I like to do and the issues when I've been hurt, I always ask myself, how did this hurt happen? You know, you have to look at it from that side. Like, how did this happen? How did I play a part in this hurt? Because remember, there's two sides of every story. So you can always blame someone for doing something to you. But also, you you know, some of the blame can make, might come in the sense of you allowing it to happen. You allowing it to matriculate you allowing it to to take its place you know um and that's what going back to guarding your heart you know everyone shouldn't shouldn't have access to your heart my brothers my kings everyone shouldn't have access that should be a a private place 
where only the person that puts the work in should have access to your heart. And it goes both ways. If you want to be with someone, if you want to be with a woman and you're at that place where you, you want to capture a heart, you got to earn access. And you don't just earn access because you look good. You don't just earn access because you get a nice car, a nice job, a nice career. Those things are on the surface. She can find those things anywhere. That access to her heart is about you putting the time in, you being patient, you being all those things. And I know I'm talking about relationships and going off a little bit. But at the same time, it relates to how you get hurt. But going back to... um the previous statement of, of forgiving yourself through that hurt and not allowing it to happen again, you know, you have to guard your heart. Um, and then when you forgive, you forgiveness truly, truly, truly releases you. It truly allows the shackles, the chains, um, the yokes, all those things, all those intricacy parts of the hurt that hold you down to really, truly, truly and understandably release you. It rele forgiveness releases you. It releases you in such a way where you become free again. Become free in such a way where you learn. You learn from this hurt. But at the same time, you're free as well. You're free as well. You know, there's childhood hurt. So many of us um, growing up might experience bullying, might experience bullying in our families. My experience, experience being abandoned in our families, you know, those are hurts that are deep rooted. Those hurts stay with you for a long time. If you if you have multiple siblings and so, quote unquote, maybe it looked like your mother was loving your cut, your brother more than you or there was he or she in your family, sister or brother was more favorable than you because of the route they took. You might have went, she, your, your sister might have went to college and you didn't. And everybody was always applauding her because she went to college and you didn't and vice versa. Your brother might went to college and you didn't or your brother got a scholarship and you didn't or you didn't go to college and you wound up working a nine to five and starting a family. You know, um, those hurts really hurt <laughs> when 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 family members or, you know, older elders make those com make those comments about this one and that one is doing better than this one and that one. That, that, you know, derives around competition. It, it, and it really could put that person or persons in a dark place opposed to looking at like, wow, I'm, a, I'm the brother and I, and I'm, and I'm experiencing this hurt. I'm the sister, you know what I'm saying? And I'm experiencing this hurt. So this thing is deep rooted when it comes to being hurt inside the family, being hurt inside, your, um, not only the family, but being hurt inside your family members. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good word, right? Being hurt inside your family members, being hurt with those that look like you, being hurt by those that come from the same mama as you, being hurt by those that come from the same daddy as you. Yeah, those things can resonate. They can take foot. They can take hold and they will travel with you. They will go with you a long ways. They will go with you a short ways. But the, the self-reliant thing, I believe, is recognizing them and not allowing them to continue to take a foothold in your life, not allowing them to continue to put you in a place in your life where 
it really stymies you. It stymies your growth um, as a man. It stymies your growth as an entrepreneur. You know, um, sometimes we do things out of spite because, you know, uh, when I start this business, you know, I'm going to be, you know, better than my cousin, uh, you know, that having that type of attitude. When I start this business, I'm going to be better than my sister. You know, when I start this, I'm going to do better than her. So that competition of hurt comes along as well. You know, um, so we do get hurt inside our tribe. You know, we do get hurt inside our tribe. And, you know, you can't blame your mother. You can't blame your father because most of the times the mothers and fathers love their children all the same. It's just that it's those moments that you catch your mother loving on your brother a little more than you or um, giving him more information in a sense or giving her more information more than you at that current time. But unbeknownst to you, that mother that's giving that brother of yours or that sister of yours that information he or she probably needs that information for that moment. Not saying that he or she won't pour that into you. It might just not be your time to get that information. It might not just be that time for you to get that type of love from your mom or your dad or from your sibling. You know, so we have to look at the timing of um, love. Excuse me, something, the timing of the revelation <clears throat> that, that our family members or our moms or dad are giving our siblings. You know, so we don't look on it as being hurt. You know, when you look at the story of Joseph in the Bible, Joseph um, was loved by his dad. He, he expressed it. He kissed them and loved them, put rings on them and done all kinds of things to him. But that, but it doesn't say he didn't love the rest of the children. It just, the Bible just says he loved Joseph. And it exemplified that. It exemplified that. But I know he just, he didn't love the other children lesser. It's just that those children... Always caught their dad loving on Joseph. So what happened? <clears throat> Jealousy took a hold of them. And they all conspired to do what? If you know the story, they all conspired to take Joseph, take him out somewhere, <clears throat> take him out in the field. Um, They killed the beast. They killed some animal and put blood all over his coat and brought it back to the father and said an animal had devoured Joseph. But actually, the, Joseph had wound up getting caught. Um, I believe by Pharaoh's army and wound him getting locked up and put in prison. But so his father, their father weeps. So they watch their own father. They cause their own father's hurt. The other siblings. All because of jealousy. All because of jealousy. So this one father did not know that his son was alive. Did not know his son was alive. He thought his son was his being derived because the other siblings came back and gave that report. Now the other siblings at the same time came back and gave that report, but they didn't they didn't even understand how their father fell what? Into a depression because he lost his son. So the mere fact of these men, which is which is his brothers, mere fact of they came back and lied to dad, thinking that he was gonna love them like Joseph. Put him in an even deeper and darker place because he he lost his son. A part of him died when they lied to him and said, Joseph has been killed by a beast. So their very stance on trying to gain love from their father actually became more of a setback. And I'm quite sure um, during that passage and even in their conversation, when they found out what they truly did, not only to Joseph, but to their own dad. And all they wanted was some some similar love that he was giving Joseph. They were all hurt by that. They're all taken by that. So hurt 
can put you in those dire situations where you will not only become jealous, but you will actually go as far as not committing murder, but far as really um, hurting your hurting your sibling in a, in a way where because you you want that same type of love from the parent. So we got to be careful when that happens and understand and know that that parent is just giving love to that particular sibling of yours for that very moment. For that very moment. So a lot of times we let we allow that to fester. We allow that to become a part of us. And we take that on with us for years and we grow up. And I'm quite sure some of you are listening to me right now. We grow up not liking our brother. As we get older, we grow up not liking our sister. So our conversation is a little more different with them because, you know, what's, what's the saying, quote unquote, mommy liked you better. Daddy loved you better. That's hurt. That's hurt. But it's we allow it to hurt us because we still don't know and understand. Like, it, no mommy or daddy didn't love you better. It's just that they gave love at a certain time to your sibling at a certain moment, which they needed. But you think about all the times that your parents gave you love in the time that you needed. In the time that you needed. So, you know, uh, as you're growing up, you're fighting for, you're fighting, it's a competition of fighting for what? Your mom's attention, your dad's attention. That's very serious. That's very serious, you know. So, we grow up with these hurt feelings with our siblings. And as we get older, we become our men in reference to marriages and we get married with our children and so forth and so on. So we don't want our children to attach to our sister because we're still hurt by how our mom, our dad treated our sister when we were younger. So we, we that relationship, our kids can benefit from that relationship of our of of um of their uncle or their auntie because of my dad or my sister has an issue with my his brother or his sister because of how they were treated in the past. You see I hurt resonate, you see I hurt travels from generation to generation. See I hurt can actually um just catapult itself to one person to the next. Now we in a place now where we're not we're not feeling our sister or our brother because of our childhood and, and now we, we actually turn our own children against them or don't allow our children to get close to them because of the hurt that was exposed to us during our youth years. That's amazing. But like I said, once you forgive that person or persons, once you forgive your mom or forgive them or even get, have a conversation with them about why did this happen? I guarantee you 99% of the time, the parent didn't mean to do that. That, that wasn't their intention. That wasn't their attention. So it's a phenomenal thing with hurt and how it travels. But there's a way, like I said, you can get whole, you know, and it starts with forgiveness, forgiveness of oneself first, forgiveness of the, the forgiveness of the um the person that you saw in your eyes that caused the hurt, which is the parent, and also forgiveness of the recipient of the so called um goodness that the parent gave your sibling. So you have to forgive those three ways and grow from that, you know. But we don't want that to continue to fester. Hurt also comes in ways of our jobs and stuff. You know, hurt you hurt why you didn't get a position. Or you hurt why they gave somebody else a position. Hurt can come at you that way as well. Hurt can come at you in a way where if someone you deem they deem more quality less qualified than you, they got the position, but they got the position anyway. They got the position anyway. So that's 
That's a real serious thing. That's a real serious thing in that. That's a real serious thing in that on how someone got a position. And, and you know, and other employees know, he or she is less qualified, but they got they, they received the position because of someone choosing over you, someone making a decision. So we have to be able to understand and know that this hurt that we experience at work can also fester with us as well, can carry over to resentment, can carry over to us wanting to leave the job, can carry over to us wanting to not only leave the job, but not perform well. Um, and it also can come, it can come in forms up when another position, <clears throat> excuse me, comes up, you don't want to be bothered. <laughs> I'm not going to get it anyway, because they're going to give it to so-and-so, you know, opposed to saying like, you know, believing and understanding that's the company's choice. If they choose to hire someone else that's that you deem in your eyes and others deem in their eyes less qualified than you, it's still their decision because you got to remember this is a business. This is a business. Let's talk about hurting relationships, hurting the ones that we lie next to at night, hurt from the ones that we married and, and, and made commitments to and made vows with. Now, those hurts are really deep-rooted. Those hurts... It's hard to get rid of because of the commitment itself. And like I said earlier in the podcast, when a man commits to a woman, when a man really decides to truly give his heart to a woman, that's a big thing. You men, you know that. That's a big thing. When you decide to give your heart to one woman and one woman only, it's hard. So when that happens where there's a severing or you're not going to be together anymore from or to be, I'll be this divorce or separation. Now that's when that emotional severing come in. That's when that deep rooted hurt comes in because now you have to separate everything, sell a house, uh, co-parent, um, sell off financial stuff, sell off belongings. All those are hurts and all those are attachments that are attached to all the things you and that person has built. So it's really, really, really hard to come back from that. You know, and I say that by being divorced twice, um, it's not easy. It's not easy, but but you know, I I'm, I thank God for the power of God that lives on the inside of me. But it's not easy coming back from that because you know you're giving your what your most precious commodity, and that's your time to a person. And when it's time to cease that, when it's time to stop that, it's really like whoa, like I have to start over again. You know. And I remember a time, you know, when I had my second divorce, I um, and I said it like I, this ain't now. Nah, I'm not doing this no more. Like, you know, I'll just be single the rest of my life. And I'm cool with that. But God had other plans, you know. Um, but, you know, we say that like I'm I'm not going to be I'm not dealing with nobody else or we get to this place of I'm do deal with somebody else. It's going to just be on the surface. It's going to be my rules, you know, my, my thing, the way I do it. And I'm going to be, you know, the controller in the relationship. So I won't get hurt again because, you know, those things can kind of surface when you re re reattach yourself with someone else after a divorce or after a serious relationship, after a, a years long relationship, when there's years invested and, and then you starting over again, you know, that hurt will surface because it's like, I don't want to do this no more. Or if I'm doing this, I'm doing this with contingencies. But there's still help in that too because you have to forgive the person. Forgiveness goes back to every person that slighted you and hurt you. 
And that's how you truly get free. That's how you truly get free. That's how you truly and understandably get free. That's how you truly, and I'm going to say it again. That's how you truly and understandably get free from your past hurts, from your past hurts in relationships, from your past hurts in relationships. So hurt is a small word, but it can go a long way. It's a small word, uh, a small five-letter, four-letter word, four-letter word, I'm sorry, four-letter word, but it can go a long way because of what it does to the heart, what it does to the emotions, what it does to the mind, what it does to the faculty, what it does to um, your thinking, what it does to your processing, you know, what it does to all those things that have it has uh, um, has we we've had battles with. But forgiveness is the key, my brothers. Forgiveness, you gotta forgive. You gotta allow forgiveness to be a part of you, and that's the great thing. You know, when we understand it, and hurt attaches up to us. Why we can't have forgiveness attaching itself to us, you know, why we can't have forgiveness attaching itself to us, you know, and we have to learn how to forgive quickly, forgive quickly. When you learn how to forgive quickly, believe me, <laughs> that's a good feeling because people are going to hurt you. People are going to disappoint you. People are going to make bad decisions because what? They're human. Yeah, some, you got some malicious people out there, but you got some people out there that just make bad decisions. And you so happen to get caught up in it. You so happen to be a part of it. So I want you to understand that forgiveness is the key. And forgiveness is the only way that you're going to get out of hurt, get better from being hurt, be a better version of yourself from being hurt, and also preparing you for the next stage of your life in doing the things that you need to do. You can walk away from hurt. You can get healed from hurt. You, be, you can become whole from being hurt. And it starts with forgiveness. It starts with forgiving yourself. It starts with forgiving the, the person that hurts you. It starts with forgiving the system that hurts you. Because there's systems out here too. Systems out here that we probably believe in that have, that have let us down. You know, um, like I said, from jobs, it can be systems of of out here that that's uh that has the potential to help you but it hasn't helped you or you couldn't get into that system you know so those those hurts do resonate as well so we have to forgive we have to forgive and allow ourselves to walk in that forgiveness and how do we walk in that forgiveness <clears throat> let's forgive quickly how do we walk in that forgiveness that's forgives quickly how we walk in that forgiveness that's forgive quickly and what do you mean fred like are you saying like so someone deeply hurts me, I sort of give them quickly? Yeah, the 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 part of the quickness of the of the of the forgiveness starts with you. And yeah, there might be some detrimental things that you, you it's hard to get to get over because you're only human. It's hard to walk away from death when you get hurt. It's hard to walk away from a divorce when you invested 15, 16 years and you have to sell everything or, you know, go your way. She goes her way. Yes, I'm not telling you that's easy. I'm not saying you're going to walk away and, and you're good and, you know, I'm on to the next one. It just don't work like that. It just don't work. It, it just don't work like that because you're human. It just don't work like that, you know. It just it just don't work like that. You can say all day that I'm I'm done, I'm moving on. Believe me, <laughs> you're going to think about her one day. It's going to come up. It's, your heart's going to come up. Your heart's going to bring you to remembrance. Your mind's going to bring you to remembrance. Your emotions are going to bring you to remembrance. So, you know, it's just not that easy. 
you know, but you want to have a spirit of forgiveness, a spirit of being in a place where you can let the, let that very thing go that hurts you. Because if you continue to carry hurt with you, all it's, all it's going to do is stop you from growth, stop you from moving forward, stop you from being a better version of yourself, stop you from getting ready for the next relationship, stop you from being a better version of yourself, stop you from moving into your destiny, stop you from moving into your purpose, stop you from creating the company, stop you from uh, doing a bunch of other things. And then here's, here's the key phrase before I close, as I get closer to my close, hurt people, hurt people. I want to say that again. Hurt people, hurt people. So when a hurt person hurts another person what what does that mean that means that person has not been delivered has not been delivered from that hurt that person has not been healed from that hurt that that happened to them no matter how how long it's been that person is not being delivered healed that person is not being set free and that person cannot move forward because they they're actually taking the hurt don't you know the hurt don't you know hurt is transferable so they actually trans yeah transferable. I said that right. Don't you know the hurt is transferable? Don't you know hurt you could transfer it to one person to another? It could it could be like luggage. It could be like getting on a, a connection from a plane. Connect connect from American Airlines to Chicago to North Dakota. And that's how hurt that's how it works. That's how it works. So hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. So when you think about the scope of you hurting someone else, you think about the whole idea of you inflicting a similar pain that was inflicted on you will make you want to run to forgiveness faster, will make you want to be a better person, will get out of that situation faster. Because when you look at it and say, wow, I actually hurt someone else. I actually did this, the very thing that I was hurt with. So forgiveness is good. And I, and I pray that you guys um, start to forgive. You know, no matter how long it's been, you still look to forgive. No matter how traumatic it is. And we know traumatization is real. We know P PTSD is real. We know all those things as well. We know um, childhood hurt is real. We know teenage hurt is real. We know puberty hurt is real. We know young adult hurt is real. We know middle-aged adult hurt is real. We know um, older older age adult hurt is real. No matter what, how age you are, no matter how old you are, you can and will experience hurt. But it's how you want to get rid of it. It's how you want to get relieved from it. It's how you want to get out of it. And that will determine from forgiveness, your desire to be whole again, your desire to be able to move on again, your desire to be a better version of yourself again, your desire to mature in that area again, and your desire to be that person again. Thank you once again for listening to me. I appreciate you so much. Remember, forgiveness is the gateway to relieving your hurt, forgiving yourself first, forgiving the others, parties involved. And you can do this, my brothers. You can do this, my kings. I want to thank you once again for tonight, this morning, this afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Um, we are a community of men. And I want you to know, 
like I always say, and I'm going to continue to say, you are not in this alone. You are not in this hurt alone. You are not in this place alone. And when you forgive, guess what? There are men coming out of forgiveness too. There are men helping you with forgiveness as well. Because we're all in the same boat, no matter what color, no matter what culture, no matter what genre we come from, no matter how our skin color is, no matter if we're short, fat, bald-headed, long-haired, locks, it doesn't matter. If you are a man, you're going to experience some man things. And you're going to experience hurt. So once again, I want to thank you tonight, my brothers. I want to thank you, my kings. I so appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm going to be talking about inconsistency and out of mind soon again. Um, that's been on my heart as well. There's a bunch of other things I want to talk about, but I want you, if you can, go on menconquerdepression.com, go on menconquerdepression Facebook page, look at some of the tutorials I'm talking about there and some of the things as well. Please um, continue to um, like this podcast, share this podcast. You know men that are going through. Remember, Men Conquer Depression is dropping in the spring, summer. Um, and it's going to be phenomenal. It's coming to the workbook. It's going to be, it's going to have an app for counseling. If you know any men that are looking for counseling, any men that you know that want counseling, and you know, as, you know, as men, we want to do things in secret and I'm okay with that. I have no problem with that as well, but I'm a certified counselor. I'll help you with some things one on one. Of course, everything is kept under wraps. Everything is kept enclosed, but you know, just like you, I've been through it all. I've been through stuff, still dealing with stuff. I'm not perfect. I'm still going to strive for excellence to be the best version of myself. But guess what? I want to take you with me. As a matter of fact, I'm not want to take you with me. You're going to come with me because you can survive this. You can't come out of this relationship unscathed and unhurt. You can't come and get and be a better version of yourself. You can be all that you can be no matter what age you are. So I'm going to thank you once again. God bless you. I appreciate you guys. Remember MenConquerThePression.com. Remember MenConquerThePression, the podcast. Please go on IG. Please go on Facebook. Tag and like and all that other good stuff. Share the upcoming book. The workbook I'm working on is phenomenal. It's going to have so many tutorials in it. It's going to have so many illustrations in it that the very topics that we're talking about now is going to be stuff in there. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you, for myself. I'm doing this for the community. The Men Conquering Depression community is alive and well. We are strong. We are vibrant. We're firm. We're fathers. We're husbands. We're brothers. We're uncles. We're cousins. We're cousin-in-laws. We're brother-in-laws. And we all are, we are all in this together. Once, I, once again, I thank you. Enjoy your evening. Enjoy your morning. Enjoy your afternoon. Talk to you soon. Look for Thursday's edition. Oh, one more thing. I'm sorry. Look for Thursday's edition, and it's called Reveal to Heal. And we're going to be talking about how healing is a part of our makeup, how healing can be a part of who we are, and how we can walk in the true essence of healing on who we are and what we've been through. Once again, I thank you. Enjoy your night. Talk to you soon. Men Conquering Depression. Men conquering depression. Yeah, that's you. That's you conquering depression. That's you. That's you. Men conquering depression. We are alive and well. We are alive and well, men. We are alive and well. Men conquering depression.
Are you a conqueror? Are you a conqueror? I can't hear you. Are you a conqueror? Yes, you are. Why? Because you got conquerors around you. You got conquerors around you. Thank you. <laughs>